the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. This is season three. Stop, 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 stop the show, Trish. Listen, oh listen, I know you're new, but you can't just come in here and get started. I got a couple of things I need to start out. You know, we got that protocol here. Protocol. <laughs> Big word. Big word, Dougie. <laughs> a little bit of recording time. And plus, you haven't been officially welcomed to the show. We've got chemistry. We've got more. <laughs> People have been asking for it for a while. To you. Welcome to the show, Trish Glenn. Super Sale Trish as my new co-host, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, please, I'm trying to talk. It's embarrassing for Trish, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Trish. So give everybody a little insight what it's like working with me, because that's what they all want to know. It's a privilege. Your privilege, but that's the same. Like the gift that keeps on giving. It's good. You know, I love you. You know, I'm glad to be here. I'm very happy to be here. It's very exciting. Technically, your first episode was last week for the Boss Reseller Remix. And With now Lady Vicky and Teresa. Lady Vicky and Teresa. Yes. So that was fabulous. Did a great job. I received one of the best compliments that um, Libby from Consignment Chat said it felt like she was sitting drinking coffee with us. That's so nice. That's very sweet. That's one of my favorite um, favorite compliments ever on the show. So, but welcome to the show. Very excited for you to be here. Um, Trish and I are talking about uh, some new things, mixing some things up. But um, we got plans, Doug. We got yeah, plans. We got plans, plans. You never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people suggested it and asked for it. You know, over the over the years, I guess you'd say so. Well, I'm very happy to be here, Doug. You know, you're one of my favorite peeps. So I'm glad to be working with you more closely now. It's awesome. I'm very excited to be here. Same these to you. All right, you may proceed. Again, welcome to the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. This is season three, episode 33. We're here to talk about FlipCon 2023 and share our conversations with some of the attendees and even some sponsors. We talked to Kevin from Whatnot, who was, just as an aside, a Boston boy. Mm. Uh, Star Bryson, Cheryl, otherwise known as Yaya Rambles, Scott, the Cha-Ching King, and, of course, Tucker and Ryan from Tucker's Treasures. We also talked to Molly and Libby from Consignment Chats. Samantha was missed. Jenna Sippy from Ever Leslie Bookkeeping, Paul and Faith from My Reseller Genie, and of course, Ashley, the Hustle at Home Mom. So let's jump into our FlipCon 2023, the attendees episode. Good job. I got to chat with Kevin from Whatnot and learn what's next for the growing auction platform. So Kevin, we're here at FlipCon 2023, and tell us what you do for Whatnot. Yeah, so um, what I do for Whatnot is I lead our jewelry category, our state sales and storage units categories, and our antiques, vintage, and ephemera categories. Okay. And you're here as a sponsor? Yeah, so Whatnot is a sponsor, FlipCon. Uh, we've been here kinda all week just talking to different uh, sellers, trying to see if they're interested in doing live shopping and, and kind of getting on Whatnot as being a seller. For those that don't know, tell us uh, about Whatnot and, and how sellers can, can use it. 
Yeah, so uh, Whatnot is a live shopping platform. The best way I can explain it, it's like if eBay and QVC kind of had a baby, uh, and that, that's, that's what Whatnot is. Um, we've been one of the fastest growing uh, online marketplaces uh, in U.S. history, so been around for about three years. Started in the collectible space, so first as a Funko Pop marketplace, and then as a trading card game, uh, so like Pokemon cards, sports cards, and now we kind of do everything. Uh, so as I was saying, you know, fashion, collectibles, uh, sports, you know, estate sales was just kind of just anything under the sun. Um, and so yeah, uh, we're looking for new sellers to come on. Uh, we think, you know, in the grand scheme of marketplaces out there, the Ebay's, the Etsy's, the Macari's of the world. Um, whatnot's still pretty new, so there's just a lot of opportunity for, for sellers that want to expand their business into a new channel. Okay. And you sell yourself? Yeah, so I go live on Whatnot. Right. Um, I would say I'm not a, a great seller. I do go live to uh, provide information, product updates, answer questions from other sellers and buyers on the platform, and then while I'm live, I'll sell some jewelry, give some stuff away, okay. uh, maybe sell some I gave away, I think I sold a bobblehead once from a from a baseball game I went to. Right. So I uh, try to get in the mix, but I would say the the true sellers are the ones on the platform. And so, is this your first seller event? Uh, not my first seller event. So uh, at whatnot, we try to get all of our employees to go to some of our major conventions. So, like I said, we originally started in collectibles. So I've gone to some comic cons, um, which have been really fun. Yeah, um, so cool, yeah. <laughs> definitely a different different vibe um so i went to the denver fan expo last year and then i also went to a uh, pawn convention because there's a lot of when i was launching jewelry there's quite a few uh pawn shops that sell jewelry online um, but this is my first kind of full-time reseller event and so w what do you think of seller events what's your impression yeah i think seller events are are really cool it's it's such a community driven event you can tell there are folks that you know they've come to these for years they might be their first time everyone's just so welcoming and they're all kind of driving towards this goal of learning how to become a better reseller how to source better how to um, you know leverage their skills on different platforms so i think it's a really cool event um, really supportive community and you know, everyone so far at least towards me as a as a newcomer has been really welcoming so it's been great and what have you learned so far yeah <laughs> I mean, quite a bit. I feel like I've been spending a lot of my time just trying to learn about individual people's businesses. Like, I think that's the most revealing thing to me. How long you've been in this? How do you think about sourcing? How do you think you're, about your business today and where you want to be in five years, 10 years? And I think, you know, from a whatnot standpoint, I get a lot of feedback about why people, you know, are either hesitant to, to do live shopping or, um, you know, either they haven't heard of whatnot or they've they've been on it and didn't like it. So getting that feedback has been really valuable for me of, you know, what they like and don't like about our platform and maybe if they haven't done it, what, what's been their hesitation. So I can think about ways to either uh, quell those hesitations or, or um, you know, at least, at least take away that learning and bring it back to the team to say, how can we make this experience better for sellers like this in the future? And so what's next for what not? Oh man, what's next for what not? So, so many things. Um, we're a three-year-old company. I think everyone at our company knows that we just have so much room for improvement and growth. Um, I think it's great to say that we've kind of had this big rise, but the, 
the fact of the matter is there's been a lot of companies that have had big rises and we still kind of view it as day one and we have so, so much work to do. So um, I think there's just a million product improvements we could have. Um, there's, we could do a lot better job um, around like communication to sellers, communication to buyers. We, we have a lot of growth just in terms of like knowledge of what whatnot is, right? Coming to something like this where resellers are kind of our core group and a lot of people still don't know who we are. You know, there's so many people in this country who are just basic consumers who don't know who we are. So I think there's a, a lot of work to be done, um, but that's, you know, uh, both, you know, I guess challenging to think about, but also really exciting to think about that, to know that we've made it this far, but um, we have a, a long road to go and a lot of opportunity ahead of us. And so what's next for you and your selling journey? <laughs> what's next for me and my selling journey? I So, you know, when I was younger, I used to go to a lot of yard sales, estate sales, flea markets, et cetera. I kind of like fell out of it for a while. Um, and so, yeah, now that I'm kind of getting back into the, the estate sales space, running that category, uh, I think I'm going to start going to more, uh, you know, more flea markets, yeah. maybe start thinking about sourcing. Again, I don't think I'm going to be a full-time reseller in the sense of a lot of the folks that I've met here. Um, still, my main focus is kind of growing whatnot as a company. But um, if you don't know your product as, as well as your customers, it's really hard uh, to, to, you know, I guess, like, be knowledgeable in, in what they need and, and make sure you're making the right improvements. So I'm hoping to get a little bit more in the mix in the estate sale kind of uh, picking space and, and then selling a little bit more on whatnot. And so what's your top piece of advice for someone getting started on whatnot? Yeah, I, so this might seem very basic, um, but my top piece of advice for people who are getting started on, on whatnot uh, is just to try it, you know? Like I, I always say the scariest thing is doing the first live. Um, I typically advise people, put 20 things in your store. Your goal of your first live is to sell two things. Just go through the motion once and, and kind of, demystify like the challenges of, of you know being I guess like verbally present on, on a screen and, and I think that yeah it's very different from just listing something on a site and setting it forgetting it's much more active but it can be really fun and so I think once people go through it for the first time shrug off the nerves and say hey actually this is it's actually pretty fun pretty easy and now I'm going to gear up for my next show and kind of the knowledge I have about my product or my knowledge I have about a seller like I can start to focus on bringing those things to the forefront as I move forward. So, yeah, my best piece of advice is just to get started and kind of rip the Band-Aid off uh, and then build from there. Anything to add before we go? Oh, man. Uh, anything to add? I, I, don't, I don't think I have anything too major to add. What I would say is, like, hey, if you're interested in whatnot, please reach out. Please uh, kind of you know, get in contact with us. It's very easy to, to become a seller. There's a, there's a process to be... Uh, there's a process to be approved because we want to make sure sellers you know, are serious and, and want to, um, you know, want to be a part of our community. Sure. But um, I, I really just think that, you know, everyone should uh, apply and, and check out whatnot. And hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll see you soon and, and we'll kind of, I'll get to know you as a seller either in my category or another category on the platform. All right. Well, thanks very much, Kevin. Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's always fun to chat with our friend Cheryl Hinton, also known as Yaya Rambles. My name is Cheryl, but everybody knows me as Yaya Rambles. What do you sell, Yaya Rambles? Yaya sells anything legal. All right. Anything I can find and flip for a profit, as long as it's legal. All right. And where can we find you? 
I do have a slight YouTube channel under Yaya Rambles. I will be going back and starting content again. But I'm Yaya Rambles on most platforms. Uh, my eBay is under Yaya's Rust and Dust. And so we're here at FlipCon 2023. What do you think of the event so far? I think the event's great. I was here last year, so I was excited to come back and see people we met last year. We've met a lot of new people, had some new speakers, so it's been it's really good. My notebook's getting full of notes of tidbits. So what are some takeaways? What are some things that you've learned? Well, the biggest thing I learned was from Rachel Strickland, and she told us to visualize success. So I've already put it in play, and I visualized winning a thermal printer, and I was the first person to win the thermal printer. So it worked right away. It did. What would you say to somebody who's never been to an event, maybe is on the, on the cusp of uh, attending? If you've never come to an event like this, I have to say why. Because if it's money, start selling some stuff. <laughs> You know, donate blood, whatever you have to do to get to wherever the event is. If you can drive, even better, because then you can fill your car up with all the treasures you're going to want to buy along the way. But the networking is priceless. It's worth the cost of admission and whatever it takes to get here. Okay. And so what's your top piece of selling advice for somebody getting started? Shut up and list. <laughs> that would be my advice that we've all taken from T Money, Teresa Cox. It's true. I have not been the best seller over the years, and uh, I've been putting that into practice the last couple of weeks, and it really does work. Anything to add before we go? I just wanted to share with everybody that Yaya has a Tampa Bay meetup group for all eBay sellers. We welcome all sellers of any kind. We meet usually on the third Tuesday of the month, but go on to eBay community events, and we always have it listed. So come visit with us if you're in the area. All right. Thank you. At a quick touch base with our friend Star Bryson of Flipping Hippos and got her perspective on the event. So Star, remind us what you sell and where you sell. I like to sell plushies or stuffed animals and mostly women's but also men's jeans. And my partner does electronics and men's shirts. And we sell on eBay, Amazon, Grailed, Kitizen, Macari, and Poshmark. So we're at FlipCon 2023. What's your impression of the event? I am highly impressed with this year compared to last year. Last year was great. This year we have an extra day. We have a lot of varied speakers on a lot of different social media, whatnot. Um, we had a motivational speech by Rachel Strickland, which was phenomenal. Um, the speakers are great. We had breakout sessions. The food's good, which is important. The sponsors are great. Um, I just really think Josh and Haley outdid themselves this year. And what are some things you've learned over the conference? So I, well, Keith and I will be switching our store in eBay from free shipping to charge shipping for the first time in seven years. Wow. So I got to talk with Teresa Cox about calculated versus uh, flat rates. I learned you can set up certain business policies. I talked to Kevin from Whatnot. August 22nd will be my first plus show, guys. And so why do you think seller events are important for sellers to in attend? Well, the number one most important reason is community. You get to network, you get to make friends, and as you go to more of these, you, can, you and I have known each other since 2018, and we see each other a couple times a year, and we get closer and better friends every time, but you meet new people, 
um, for the friendship because this can be a lonely job, but also for the learning because even if you've been doing this for 20 years, you're still learning. No one knows everything. And somebody always does something a little bit differently than you or sells something differently than you and you can learn from each other. Okay. And so what's, what's on the horizon for Flippin' Hippos? What's on the horizon for Flippin' Hippos? So most of you know I had Lyme's disease and I was in the hospital after a listing party. So I have to breathe some life back into my YouTube. I'll be starting a series called Hanging with the Hippos nice. with uh, guest stars. I heard someone special is coming on Friday the 13th. Someone named Doug who likes horror movies. Um, but I have a really good lineup of guests coming for that. Um, whatnot. We'll be starting Whatnot. Hopefully integrating Poshmark Lives as well. Awesome. Yeah. And where can we find you? You can find me on all the socials. We're on TikTok. Not too much. <laughs> I'm not good at remembering to do TikTok. I'm old. But I am on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube as Flippin' Hippos on all of it. And we have a Facebook group, Flippin' Hippos Reseller Pod. And if you live near Pittsburgh or within driving distance, I do have an eBay seller community. Okay. It's uh, hosted by the eBay seller community local meetup group. We meet once a month. You can find us at Mid-Atlantic Resellers on Facebook. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Star. Yes. Thank you, Doug. My Reseller Genie were also sponsors, and I sat down with Paul and Faith and learned more about the Genie, as they call it. So My Reseller Genie is an accounting software for resellers. So we help you to keep your own books if you don't have the resources to hire a full-time bookkeeper um, and you maybe either don't want to use your own spreadsheet or you don't know Excel. And how did you guys get started? Yeah, so the shortened version of that story, Doug, is uh, so we got started uh, back when during my first year of reselling. Uh, my first tax season that year of reselling was a nightmare, and uh, I had no idea what I was tracking. Uh, taxes were just very confusing to me. My business numbers were very confusing to me. Paul was in accounting at that time, and he would come home from work and just see me totally stressed out. So long story short, he helped me that first tax year <laughs> with my numbers. He created a really simple spreadsheet for me, and that really simple spreadsheet later turned into a full-blown web app uh, that we created for resellers because we realized that it wasn't just me that was struggling with this topic it was all well most resellers <laughs> okay. and do you both still sell so I do not sell I I've done some reselling which was really fun I mean this every time you you see that money come into your account it's exhilarating <laughs> uh, but I've never been a professional reseller um, so I was, uh, so again, I've been selling for about seven years. I went full-time soon after my first year, but since we started My Reseller Genie, it's very much, like, selling is very much on the side for me because the majority of my time is spent on this business. And so what stood out for you, both of you, uh, this week at the conference? Mm. The diversity of strategies that people have. Mm -hmm. I think when you come to these conferences, um, you know, you're expecting to, like, get motivated. It's good talking to people who are in the same space as you and just getting inspiration from them. But also just hearing about how different people run their businesses is really, really neat. Sourcing strategies. I've talked to people who are like buying stores that have gone out of business. I've talked to people who do Goodwill bins. There's just, there's so many ways that you can do it as a reseller. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, for me, I think the, the thing that has stood out to me the most, uh, and this happens whenever we go to these events, is just the camaraderie. Um, you know, that's here. It's like as soon as you step into a venue like this, you immediately feel understood um, and just kind of known, even if you have, you know, like what Paul was saying, a different strategy for sourcing or for, um, you know, or for listing or what, or what uh, selling platforms you sell on. Uh, there's just like this kind of common ground that we all have, and there's a real comfort. I think that comes with that. Okay, so I sell mostly women's and some men's clothing in shoes, but I'm about ready to niche down uh, to just shoes because I found that that is where the money is for me. So I'm very, very excited about that. I had a lot of success so far with shoes. So. And where do you sell? So I started out on Poshmark, uh, and then I moved to eBay. So I'm on currently I'm on Poshmark, eBay, Mercari, Depop, and we are about to do our first whatnot show, actually, yeah. um, August 18th. Okay. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so what's your number one piece of accounting advice for sellers? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I think causes a lot of stress for folks, and it's feels like it's easier to just put it off for most of the year and that just makes it worse mm -hmm. so I mean whether you're whether you're doing it on a you know with a pen and paper or you're doing it with a spreadsheet or you're doing it with Genie, just do it mm -hmm. it'll really help you out in the future and my piece of advice, and this is what I tell almost everybody who asks, uh, is give yourself grace. I mean, this kind of goes in tandem with, with what Paul was saying. But, yes, just get started. But know, too, that it's going to be a learning curve to learn how to account for your business. Because if you think of it, it's kind of learning a whole new skill set, accounting, you know. Um, and so with that, for anybody, no matter how, you know, if you think you're smarter, if you think you're dumb, like, it's just going to be hard for everybody um, just initially as you're learning, you know, like some terminology and things like that. So give yourself grace and know that you're you're going to get there it might not be in the first day but you're going to understand it um, and once you do once you start to learn and understand unwrap the amazing um, world of accounting for your business you're just going to be uh, just amazed at how much insight you can get into your business how well you're doing maybe you know, maybe you're not doing so well um, so yeah give yourself grace and it'll take some time but it'll be well worth it okay. what's the number one challenge accounting challenge you see with sellers I think that w one of the biggest challenges people have is figuring out inventory and how to account for inventory. So resellers will tend to fall into one of two camps. They'll either do uh, the accrual inventory method or the cash inventory method. And in plain English, that means uh, for accrual inventory, you record an expense once the item sells. For the cash inventory method, you record an expense when you buy the item. And uh, it's, it's a b big area of confusion for people um, about which one they should do and if they choose the accrual method, how to do it. So cash method, it's less accurate but more simple. Accrual method is more complicated but more accurate. Okay. So when Genie started out, our goal was to make the accrual inventory method easy for people. Okay. We just give you a form that you fill out and then we do all the calculations for you. You can do either one with Genie right now. Um, but yeah, coming back to your original question, figuring out inventory and how to account for it, I think that's the biggest challenge resellers have. Just say I, this goes back to what he was saying. Um, just people being afraid uh, to the point that it kind of 
locks them where they're at and they don't even try to start accounting for their business. So I'd say the, the fear that can come with that and we are working our best to try to remove that fear, take the fear out of reselling. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'd say. So tell us a little bit about the giveaways that you are doing and have done. Yes, so the giveaways that, uh, well, the giveaway we did this morning, uh, we gave away a $250 Southwest Airlines gift card. So the gift of travel, yeah. who doesn't love you know, getting, getting out, of, uh, out of the regular routine. And, um, I'm going to let Faith talk about the, the giveaway we're doing this afternoon because it was her, her brainchild. <laughs> so the giveaway that we're going to be doing this afternoon is it is a medium-sized Hulkin bag. If you haven't heard of Hulkin, you need to look it up online because they are killer bags. Um, they come in black, silver, or rose gold. We have the black one here at our table, and it is filled to the brim. It's overflowing with shipping supplies. So um, collectively, everything that we're giving away in this bag, um, including the bag, is about $260. So um, people have been stopping by our table and spinning a wheel, and whatever number they get, that's the number of entries they get towards you know towards winning that bag uh, and we're going to announce that a little bit later and then we are also giving to two other people free months of my reseller genie so <laughs> and you presented a bit earlier so tell us uh, about that how that went yeah so our presentation we talked about how we wanted to approach it and uh, our idea was instead of going through a list of our features because that's it's readily accessible uh, we just wanted to ask people you know the questions what are you doing to account for your business and are you satisfied because I mean if if you're not doing anything it's okay but you need to start doing something and if you're already doing something but you're not satisfied then it's worth looking into another solution so we uh, we did that and then showed a video of some of our uh, happy customers uh, love our customers they've just been so supportive of us and in our journey um, and you know, hopefully, it, hopefully it landed. We'll see with this next break. <laughs> yeah, when everybody comes out. Yeah. All right. Anything to add about the presentation? Um, the presentation was was great. We wanted to just keep it short and sweet because you know when you start talking about numbers, sometimes people's eyes glaze over. <laughs> so we were just going to kind of say who we were and then um, yeah, just share uh, what what folks were saying. But we're really grateful to be here. Josh and Haley have been amazing. Liz Perfectly is amazing. We love you guys. All the other uh, sponsors and vendors here. Um, FlipCon is just. I, I think it's been a very very big success. So. <laughs> Anything to add? No, just excited to be on the podcast thanks for yeah. taking the time to interview us here and looking forward to seeing you at boss yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again and go a little more in depth but uh thanks for telling us a little bit about my reseller genie listen in on my chat with jenna sippy from ever leslie bookkeeping also a flipcon sponsor hi i'm jenna sippy with ever leslie bookkeeping and so jenna what do you do and where can sellers find you Yes, I am a bookkeeper, of course. We have a bookkeeping business with multiple employees, so we have a team of bookkeepers. Um, we do monthly and quarterly bookkeeping, and my website is everlesliebookkeeping.com. It is brand new, coming out right. in a couple weeks. Cool. So you can find us there or on Instagram at everlesliebookkeeping. Okay. And so what brought you to FlipCon 2023? 
Okay. Well, of course, bookkeeping, because we work with resellers and content creators, but also we kind of got our start interested with Josh um, Harry Tornado he's from our area and he really encouraged me to start working with more resellers and content creators so I did bookkeeping before but he encouraged us to uh, really reach into this community so it's been a great adventure with that and how's the conference going for you it's going great we're meeting so many new people and you know we already have several clients who are here and um, you know, building relationships with them, continuing to get to know them. And our company is very relational because we are working in their bookkeeping, their sensitive, their finances. And so, you know, we have to have a relationship in order for that to really, you know, be a good fit. Okay. So okay. Um, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And what's stood out for you this week? Okay, so a lot of things have stood out. But probably my, I would say one of my favorite things that's happened this week is, um, learning a little bit more about the ins and outs of some of the people who sell on specific platforms, right? We deal, you know, we're bookkeepers, so we see all of the platform income coming through, um, but actually hearing a lot about live auctions and the backside of like what the seller is actually dealing with, not just the numbers coming in. That's been a lot of fun to see how that works and how they make their decisions, not just the sales, you know, so that's been great. And so any learnings this week? What have you learned? Um, I've learned that, hmm, I have learned that live auctions are a pretty fast way for resellers to make some money. <laughs> um, I mean, like, my husband needs to start this, so we'll see. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, but it, that's honestly just been pretty cool because I see, like, a, like I said, I see the other side of it, so that's been new. We've learned a little bit more yeah. about that. What's your top piece of bookkeeping advice for online sellers? Ooh. Just one, <laughs> just one piece of advice. Let's see. Um, always, my number one piece of advice is to have a separate bank account for your bookkeeping. So if you do not have a separate account for reselling, you need to get one today. Like open that today. You can usually do that online. So just do it right now. Just stop everything and do that right now. Um, and if you can separate that, then everything in your bookkeeping for your business can be cleaned up. Um, but if it's mixed with your personal, it is very hard to do that. So is that the biggest accounting bookkeeping mistake sellers make? Yes, that is definitely the biggest mistake is just um, putting in like maybe you don't open a new account because you don't think you're going to be selling for a long time <laughs> you're yep. just trying it yep. out and so we're like yes it's okay i got a hundred dollar sale it's coming into our personal account we can use that for groceries but then they don't realize that they really need to have all of that separated okay. um and it just makes it really messy yeah. and hard to figure out when you pay taxes yeah. and my experience with that is the mistake and why it's hard is that um usually the seller ends up paying more in taxes than they should so really you could save a lot more it's not like you're actually gonna have to report it it's you could save a lot more if you actually separated everything and could see your expenses okay. so yeah since I have you can I ask you some tax advice I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, mean, I was like, you know better than this. You know better than this. We do not give tax advice purposefully because I'm not an accountant, not a tax pro. Um, I don't want to be because I love the day-to-day. -day. Okay. So we love the bookkeeping. So, no, I will not give you tax advice, Doug. <laughs> so, for, so clarify because I think a lot of people do get it wrong because yeah. we've talked before. What's the difference yeah. between an accountant and right. a bookkeeper? 
Right. So there's so many things, but basically the easiest thing that I like to explain is for resellers, bookkeepers are the link between the reseller and the CPA or the accountant. The accountant does the taxes. They help with financial planning and, you know, certain things that are, you know, more in depth. They do audits. They do all of that. We are the people who come in and try to give you the proof. The, we, we organize everything for you and give you the proof to get ready for taxes. So last time we talked, you were in growth mode. You had a goal to get to every one of the states. So how's growth going? <laughs> well, we haven't updated it. I know immediately after our call, we got two more states. But I think we've gained, I'm trying to think, have we gained, we gained Texas? I feel like we're in 20 or 21 states. I need to update that. It will be on my Instagram soon because I have to do that. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> so what's next for you? Well, like I said, our website is about to release, and I think that's going to be very helpful for resellers, for business owners, because they're going to now be able to see what we offer. They're going to be able to schedule their consultations. If they just want to have a one-off call and just ask questions, not tax questions, right, but questions about their business, they can do that. They can get um, be able to schedule that immediately. Um, but also they can see what we offer and you know have a better idea of what we do. We're going to have a platform for you to be able to see what we do. Anything to add before we go? Open that separate account <laughs> and track your mileage. You <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. Yeah. Always a joy to speak with two of my favorite consigners, Molly and Libby of Consignment Chats. And Samantha, you were missed because I'm sure you're listening because you support everybody's everything. All right. I'm very excited to be here with my friends, Molly and Libby from Consignment Chats. What's up, ladies? Hi, Doug. Libby's happy to be here. <laughs> Hi, Doug. I'm so glad to see you. So, Libby, let's start with you. I'm glad to see you as well, by the way. Thank you. Both of you again. Tell us who you are and what you sell and the whole elevator pitch intro. All right. So, I'm Libby. I own an online consignment store, Conchi Consignment, and I run a consignment chats community for all resellers, helping them to be consignment ready. And I'm just her sidekick, Doug. <laughs> I sell with her business. Um, I work with her with Conchie Consignment. And then she and I and Samantha Pratt, who sadly is not with us this trip, um, co-host Consignment Chats together. What brought you to FlipCon 2023? Well, really, I just wanted to visit Molly. And uh, so <laughs> off to Charlotte we went. But actually, my daughter goes to school in Charlotte. So anytime I get an excuse to come down here, I do. So for me, I live in Greensboro, North Carolina, and um, I thought it's just in my backyard, it would be silly not to go. And I'm really just trying to hit the trifecta this year. So camp listing party, check. FlipCon now, I got a check. And then I got Boss Reseller Remix coming up. So I will have done the trifecta. There you go. So we will definitely see you at Boss. What's something you've each learned this week? Um, I was really, really, this is Libby, I was really happy to hear uh, Tiffany Gazelle Gatto, or Ghetto Gazelle, I'm sorry, um, talk about uh, debt-free living and using reselling to get out of debt, because I don't think it's something we talk about enough in the reselling community, so it was really cool that she went out, put that out there, and opened the discussion for everybody. So let's see, how, what does Molly think? I have, um, as always, really my favorite thing of all with any of these is being with other like-minded people 
and meeting people in the community. This is a different group of people than I'm used to, so it's I'm meeting a lot of new people that don't go to the other conferences that I go to. So that's been fun, and a lot of them are people I do watch on YouTube. So it's nice to sit and have lunch with them and talk to them. So yeah, I've just really enjoyed getting to know new people and just hearing what they do and how they do it. So what would you say to somebody who's never been to a seller conference? Oh, if there is any way you can get there, uh, it is you learn so much, but really the highlight of it is meeting other people that do what you do. And, you know, we operate, a lot of us are solopreneurs and we're operating on our own. And it is just so invigorating and motivating to meet other people that are doing the same thing you are and having some of the same struggles and want to celebrate your victories with you. So I think if you have never been to a reseller conference, you need to go because you get to hang out with Snoop Dogg. I mean, if you can't be with the Dougie, what more do you need? No, I'm, I'm with Libby. Same thing I said before. It really is about the community, and it's about the support everybody gives each other. And you always learn something. You all may do things very differently in your business, but you're going to pick up something from everybody you meet. What's your biggest piece of, if you could have one piece of seller advice that you put out, what would it be? Just one? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, to really embrace the way you do things and double down on what is working for you currently in your business and really just focus. Um, don't spread yourself too thin. Definitely focus in on what's working and you will make it happen and you'll build it. Awesome. I think the biggest thing I tell everybody all the time is don't spend unnecessary money. Just don't. There's so many things you see people and they think they have to get the biggest photo booth and the biggest lighting and the biggest this that and the other and you really don't need it you need the basics you need a phone with a camera use free photo room i think you should pay for some list perfectly because that's necessary to get to other <laughs> platforms um but yeah just don't spend unnecessary money you can do this with very little cost mine would be be ready to be a consignment seller Give me that mic back, Doug. <laughs> we want all sellers to be consignment ready. You do not want to leave money on the table because, Doug, you know, the second you probably stand up and walk through this lobby, somebody's going to be like, oh, I have some stuff. Would you yeah. sell it for me? Yeah. And you want to be ready to answer that question. So tell us where you can be found. We're everywhere, but to hook up with us everywhere, the best way is to go to consignmentchats.com and get where you need to get. We have a book club. We have a Facebook community. We have a YouTube podcast, TikTok, Instagram. We do it all. We do it all, y'all. Just come hang out with us. Just come hang out with us. We have fun. All right. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having us. I was happy to see my buddy Tucker and his dad Ryan from Tucker's Treasures and catch up with what they've been doing. What's up, Tucker? What up? Nice to see you again. Nice to see you. So you're back again at FlipCon. Yep. Any new anything uh, anything you've learned this week? Um, about the comics. Uh, Rod picking and punching teaching me more about comics yesterday, a couple days ago. And so, for those that don't know, remind us who you are, what you sell. I'm from Tucker Treasure. I sell everything, but my primary stuff I really sell 
is toys and video games. I sell myself really fast. And tell us about um, how you source. I source by, like, you know, junk removal companies, uh, storage facilities. They come up to me like, hey, I got a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, and is, is it whatever, write me a check, wherever's reasonable. What's been your favorite thing so far about the conference? Um, meeting all these people. Done seller events before? Yes. So what would you say to somebody that was like, Tucker, why should I go to a seller event? Is to network and learn more about your category or your niche or what you want to get into. Like, I want to get into whatnot. How do you get into whatnot? Or I want to get into list perfectly. How do you get into list perfectly? And talk with people in person, not like, oh, what to do here? Like, a lot easier to talk in person to face to face. Yeah. So, yeah. And so what's coming up next for Tucker's Treasures? Uh, nine storage units. No, I'm buying nine storage oh, buying units. Nine. So let's hear from Dad for a minute. So, Ryan, what? How do you help uh, Tucker out in his business? Well, so Tucker is in online school at from ten to one. So his employee comes in around nine thirty. He tells him what he wants listed on eBay and what to do. And then uh, at one o'clock, he gets offline and he tells me and his empl other employee all the things we did wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, so I, I help him run the store. Mom helps him do the shipping, uh, but he he runs the business and does all the big deals and has all the uh, all the knowledge. And mom helps too, right? Yeah, mom does the shipping. So uh, you know, we'll see how long that lasts for. It's got to transition at some point, because, you know. But uh, for now, she's doing the shipping for him. So I remember the first time we talked, you told me that you guys did the shipping early on, but mom took over. Yeah. So, I, you know, as a dad, you're sitting there and you're going, all right, I, you, you need to do the, you know, each little part of this. Right. And like, you know, him and I are like taping each other and like, you know, it, we're all like ADD and like, you know, which box, which label did that box go on? Like, no. And my wife looked at us like, oh, my gosh, I, I can do this like in five or what it takes you guys an hour. I can do in five or ten minutes. So that's that's what she does. She's a saint for doing that for him. So, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. All right, Tucker. Give us your biggest piece of advice for online sellers. Have fun. All right. Pound it. See ya. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you. Let's listen in on Doug and I chatting with Scott, the Chiching King. Scott Kelly, also known as Chiching King. I'm on YouTube and Instagram, and we sell on eBay, Poshmark, and Etsy. And so what do you sell? I am an opportunistic seller. <laughs> I will sell everything. <laughs> so everything. And I've talked to you before, but give us a high-level overview about your sourcing model. It's very interesting. Yeah, we do a lot of private picks. Like, I've, I've told everybody what I do for 20 years, and after I retired, I got more and more opportunities to go into places that other resellers have never been, never been in a state sale. And so I would say that's probably 90% of my sourcing at this point. I do storage lockers and all the other stuff too, but it's so much better if I don't have to compete with other sellers. <laughs> okay, so if somebody's just starting, I mean, how, do, how long does it take you to get to that point? I mean, that isn't something that a new reseller can jump into. Well, no, because you have to have, 
it takes a long time to develop the connections. Correct. Like even for me to get all of the private picks I get, it's probably four or five connections right. that have developed into that. So if somebody were a new reseller that wants to compete with me, I would tell them to not do that and quit. They should just quit and not compete with me. Okay, so they can't compete with you on lev that level. So what would your suggestion be to a new reseller? You know, I think the, I think the trick to being successful at this is keep listing and learning. Like if, if you're willing to keep learning, then, then all kinds of worlds open up, whether you want to niche down or not. You can't know that until you've listed a bunch of stuff, sold some stuff, find out what you like, find out what you don't like. And they can absolutely compete with someone like me. Like, I, there's not anything special. We've just spent a long time learning what we're doing. And so we're at FlipCon 2023. What's your impression so far? Well, let me think about that. No, <laughs> no, no, honestly, it's been awesome. I come as much for the fellowship and meeting other people and honestly talking to guys like you, like List Perfectly and some of the other people. You know, when you sponsor an event like this, I've been on List Perfectly for I don't know, years now, but a lot of people don't realize the power in cross-posting, and I got a chance to find out some of the stuff you have coming up. I would say that's probably the biggest takeaway for me because what you have, the changes you have coming, some of the integrations that you have, super excited about. So I would say, other than just getting to meet a lot of the people that they understand what we do and getting to spend time with people that I'm, I'm, they know what I'm doing, but finding out what's going on and what's coming up, I think for me is a big deal. I do, I do think that having the understanding, somebody being able to really understand what you do for a living is invaluable because we don't get that with most of the people we know. You explain, oh, I'm a reseller. And they're like, well, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. You know, and then you try to explain it, even they'll never get it. No. So knowing somebody who can sit down and be as excited as you are for that pick or for that right. item is, is invaluable. Right. Yeah. Yesterday when I sold, um, I had one sale yesterday, $280 for some Russian nesting dolls. But when my phone went off, everybody <laughs> around me is like, exactly. what did we sell? Exactly. What did you pay? Yes. How long was it listed? And now Melody's at home and has to ship it by herself. Yes. <laughs> All of those things are true. Anyway, if I'm at a restaurant and my phone goes cha-ching, yeah. nobody in there knows. That's awesome. I just paid for whatever I bought. <laughs> like, <laughs> so... So any big takeaways, any learnings, any surprises at the FlipCon for you? Um, I had a chance. Uh, I mean, I don't know if your listeners know who Josh and Haley are, but I had an opportunity to talk to Haley uh, during one of the events. She wasn't, she wasn't tasked with something else. And getting a chance to talk to her, she's super smart, and she has a great deal of understanding of YouTube, which for me is important like I got as much from her about what it takes to have a consistent channel as I would any sit-down event it's the it's the individual conversations that have been the big takeaways that's great that's great and I agree I mean I think that when you sit down with somebody who really understands it's the same thing with reselling right. and be able to ask a pointed question and have somebody know what the hell you're talking about right. because you can't just dive in and find this information it has to be learned right. unfortunately right yeah right. you got to experience it and having somebody like her who who might not be the the ready-made face of the channel i mean everybody recognizes what josh knows and and how well he knows it but i got a chance to talk to Haley, who 
she's smart. She's she's smart, and she's been studying ever since she dove into this. And and like it's, uh, I mean, you're drinking straight from the tap yeah, on that. Exactly. So. And that's Josh and Haley Tornado who. Harry Tornado. Did, yeah, Harry Tornado did everything for the event this year all on their own. Right. So, Chiching King, where can we find you? I am Chiching King on YouTube. I have most of my videos are aimed at beginners, people that are just getting started. And but I'm on Instagram as well, and it's less of a teaching platform me there. It's more like I'm just trying to brag and make myself look better than I am in real life. You gotta love that. You love a guy who's honest. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Anything to add before we go? I actually use List perfectly. Like way, I never met any of you because I would have never cross-posted without it. And some of the things that you've got coming up are going to make that easier. And I think I've been cross-posting because you have, you get one sale, one sale in a month, and you paid for for List perfectly. So I would tell the listener, like List perfectly is actually one of the things that. I think is worth it. And I don't even use my affiliate link. I've been forwarding everybody to Ginger Marvin. So use the code Ginger Marvin <laughs> if you go to List Perfectly. So I'm not even getting any money out of it. I actually believe in List Perfectly. And you're real people. Like I can I can get a hold of an actual human being who knows and if 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 I had an idea that was actually a good idea, like it would be investigated to see if that fits. I think that's, and that's completely true. And I mean, I've only been here. I actually got my job at List Perfectly from FlipCon last year. Yeah. So, so I have been with, with List Perfectly longer than you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh totally. <laughs> I've been here. I've been here a year. Um, last year at FlipCon, I came with Teresa as her yeah. friend, and I helped. And by the end of that, Clara hired me. Yeah. So I've literally, and. I had, I've known Clara and Amanda for a long time, and I'd use the product off and on. But as you, same thing as you, I believed in the product. It's a right. great product. Now I'm wondering, I came to FlipCon as well last year, and there were no job offers. <laughs> so I'm cuter than you. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. But, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some resentment there, like, <laughs> oh, for sure. come on. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Scott Cha-Ching King, for joining Thank us. Thank you so much. It was great to touch base with my friend Ashley Hustle at Home Mom, catch up and get some thoughts on the event and some advice for sellers and content creators. How important are seller events to you and to the community as a whole? Seller events are really important. A lot of my inspiration and growth has come like after a seller event. There have been times when I've actually like wanted to give up on social media, but it was a seller event in particular that I went to that I was like, wow, I, I don't want to give up on that. I want to keep trying and I'm so glad because everything's grown a lot since then. So I find tons of inspiration, tons of friendships have formed from these events and they're just invaluable, genuinely, like they're so great. And so what, uh, what's something you've learned this week here at FlipCon 2023? This week I've learned I'm definitely not utilizing short-form content like I should. My long-form content, I feel like I've, I've brought it to a pretty good place. But short-form, I'm not taking advantage of, and that's definitely the next phase and wave of social media. And even just to bring people to my eBay store or if I ever want to, like, do more live selling or whatever, having that short form content is a great way to gain a new audience. So I'm gonna go home and definitely sit down and have some plans on how I'm gonna grow that. Okay, okay. And then um, what else has really stood out for you this week? Some other stuff that stood out to me is definitely having a better system for what I'm going to 
schedule my day around and how I'm going to like really get my business into more of a well-oiled machine. It's, it's fine, but I definitely think I could make some tweaks and adjustments that help it to run more efficiently. And there's a lot of inspiration from people that I've talked to and that have been on panels where they've discussed, you know, optimizing things. And it's just been really inspiration, inspirational for me so that I can use my time better and grow my business at the same time. Now, speaking of that, where do you sell and what do you sell? Yeah, I I sell primarily pre-owned clothing and shoes on eBay, uh, and I've been doing that for a long time. I've sold on Amazon. I've sold everywhere. I used to sell everything, a mishmash of electronics, video games, whatever, but now I've kind of niched down into clothing and shoes, and I share my journey on YouTube and Instagram, so both are pretty compatible with each other, which has been really fun. Okay. And so you uh, presented at the conference. Tell us about that. I did. I was on a panel with my husband, TJ, and we talked about kind of where the business is at, how he supports me, and kind of how we balance everything with three kids. I have three kids ages 10, 9, and 1, and so my life is crazy. He works full-time. We have a really crazy busy life, but we talked about kind of the balance and when we take breaks and how we juggle things with our kids and try to teach them at the same time, spend quality with them while growing our businesses. It's, it's hard, but I was with Retro Rick on the panel as well, and he has kids and a bunch of things going on. And we just kind of discussed, you know, embracing the chaos and letting your kids see you work, letting them see you grow, and hoping that they take that work ethic with them into the rest of their lives. So what's your top piece of advice for balancing it all? My best advice for creating balance in your life is to really separate your business and your family life as much as possible. So I have my office where I keep all of my social media stuff. I I don't have any social media apps on my phone, except for just very limited periods of time. Like here, I've got Instagram on my phone so I can share FlipCon with people, but I will delete it after that and primarily do things from my desktop. That way, when I close my office door, I'm more present with my family. I'm there with them. My phone's very boring, so I'm not really on that a lot. And I can just play with the kids, uh, you know, at the most listen to a podcast while I'm doing dishes or something or cleaning up, doing laundry. But yeah, I think it's creating that big separation and trying not to bleed the two together um, very often because then you'll be more present with your kids. Do you have a top piece of social media advice for someone looking to uh, grow their channels? Yes, my top piece of social media advice, if you want to grow, would be to be as authentic as possible and to get to the point as quickly as possible. Definitely get started with, like, get get right into the action. If, if you're talking about something that has nothing to do with the point of your video, edit that out and you can and be your authentic self at the same time. You know, you don't need to put on a fake personality. People want to get to know you for you. Um, but yeah, I, I think get, keeping it short and sweet at first, really getting, driving home the point right away is, or getting giving the payoff as quickly as possible is extremely helpful. Okay. Any selling tips for those starting out? Yes. Selling, my selling tips for eBay at least would be to be as consistent as possible. eBay is not really a list one thing and just let it sit and wait until it sells. eBay is very much a process of listing daily and you see other listings sell when you list other things consistently, if that makes sense. So my store is roughly a thousand items and it's very normal to see maybe half a percent to one percent of those items sell each day. And that's very typical. So it's kind of a slow burn. As long as you're consistent, as long as you get into a habit of daily listing, you'll start to see results after 
one, two, three hundred listings in your store. Anything to add? Uh, yeah, just uh, biggest thing overall is to just keep at it. I think just whatever you're trying to grow, don't give up. I've wanted to give up a million times, but I'm so glad I didn't because I'm really happy with where I'm at now. And anything, anything worth doing is re- going to require consistency. So just get into that habit of consistency and cool things will happen. Awesome. And then uh, remind us again where we can find you. Yes, you can find me on YouTube at Hustle at Home Mom and Instagram under the same name. Thanks so much. Always great talking to you. So great. Always great to talk to you, Doug. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. Leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash Seller Community Podcast. Leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash Seller Community Podcast. You can email us at podcast at listperfectly.com. You can post a question for us in the List Perfectly Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash listperfectly. Listen to the Seller Community Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends and if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review. You can always use our promo code podcast. That's P-O-D. C-A-S-T, for 30% off your first month of List Perfectly or 30% off your first month of upgrading your plan. Thanks for listening. There we go. Doug. Yes. Are we done now? Yes, we're done. Can we, can we go to the bar? Yes, we can go to the bar. Thank you. You can go to the bar. I got stuff. To, I got to edit all your, um, <laughs> all your stuff. Dougie. Yes. Bar time. It's bar, bar time. time. It is.